0: Hello, I'm Pamela Davis. Welcome to episode 83 of the Well Done Life podcast. Welcome back to episode 83 of the Well Done Life podcast. I'm your host, Pamela Davis. If you are new here, hey, welcome. I am so glad that you are here this week. Welcome, welcome, welcome. I hope you stay a while. And if you have been here before, you guys know I really love you deep. I just really appreciate you continuing to support me on the journey. Thank you, thank you, thank you to you as well for returning. It just warms my heart to know that hopefully I'm adding a little bit of value to your week and your day. So thank you so much for being here. Before we get started, I like to make sure that we're all on the same page about what we're here for. Uh, We are building a safe space. So as we are building that safe space, we're going to treat this like a house, and we are going to make sure that we have this on a really strong foundation. So, our foundation is built on two really key things, and that is clarity and love. With clarity, I want to make sure that you understand that the World well on Life podcast is a space for women. I created this space because I really feel like it's very important for women to have a space where we can share and grow and learn together. I mean, let's talk about the good, the bad, and the ugly things that we have experienced because that experience and our overcoming that experience can help somebody else be motivated when they're in a tough spot. Or we can help somebody avoid a pitfall. Or we can help break down walls and stereotypes that separate us by really connecting and understanding that we are so similar in certain ways and certain goals and certain desires that we have, that having these conversations are critical to being able to help us advance as women and being able to help us really have a true and rich society. So I hope that I'm adding value for you in that space of clarity. And then also, let's talk about one of the main things that this podcast is about. This is about love. I want you to know that love is rooted in everything that we will do and everything that we will talk about. And so in order for me to make sure that you understand that this is rooted in love, I like to make sure that I share prayers with you. I pray for the world every day, but I am truly praying for all of you to have prayers of peace. I want you to have hope I want you to have prayers of empathy surrounding you. I want you to have prayers of good health, mental and physical, because I know the world is tough and there is a lot of things out here that will continuously trigger you. So I want to make sure that you know that you are supported and encouraged on the journey because living a well-done life is challenging. It it doesn't mean that you're not going to be triggered because you're trying to do the right thing. You're trying to live your best life. That's even more reason why you are going to be triggered because you are not going against the norm. You're doing what matters best for you and your family and your mindset and in your goals and objectives. So you have to know sometimes you're going to be little darts that are going to come your way. But I want you to know that there's nothing that you are going to face that is going to deter you from you being able to achieve your goals except for you. And you are here because this is a supportive space where we can help encourage, motivate, and support you to your best life. So that's what all of this is about. So now that we've kind of started our foundation, we've built our housekeeping, let's kind of start to weave our way into this week's episode. I am recording on Friday, October the 15th. Yep, I got the day right. It is approximately 11 o'clock p.m. This is my third take, <laughs> and I'm actually really glad about it. I feel like we might have finally got the sauce right on this one because I wanted this to feel very comfortable and conversational. And I'm actually feeling really good mentally because, y'all, it has been a week. I don't know about you guys, but, whoo, I mean, it has just been bananas. And it's funny because... um. I actually just started reading another book. I'm really on this book <laughs> book journey. And um, this does actually kind of tie in to last week's episode. So don't worry, I'm going to lay the foundation so you can see I'm getting there. But I'm reading this new book called The Unap- Unapologetic Guide to Black Mental Health uh, by Dr. Rita Walker. And it's really cool because I just came to a section when I started on Monday about uh, psychological fortitude because... By Monday when I was reading this, my psychological psychological fortitude, excuse me, was in the basement. (laughs) She actually has a scale that uh, is like a psychological fortitude rating system that you can use as a quick self-check-in for how you're doing. And so when this came along, this was right on time. And it's really like a 0 to 10 rating scale because you don't really have to overthink it. This is something that's really simple. Um, obviously, we know 0 is we're at a really severe point. And then 10 is everything is rainbows and unicorns. So this week when I took it, I was at a level 4. And a level four is kind of like you're just in the middle because it really doesn't have it listed in this book I'm reading it um so you'll have it verbatim but essentially a rating of 3 is not okay you feel completely overwhelmed with life it's probably nothing new this has been going on for years if one more thing goes left things <laughs> if one more thing goes left someone is going to catch hell you have no idea how you ended up here and no way to get out yep i wasn't at a full level 3 i was at a level 4 i knew how to get out but um, I was definitely at a level four. And that level four that I was experiencing lasted from Monday until about Wednesday night. Thursday, it finally started to sun started to break and I felt myself going to like a six, seven till where I am today. And it has been like a level eight day, almost a nine because I didn't feel so overwhelmed and in control, but I really loved it. And it's something I thought that I wanted to share with you guys because it's a really great, quick self-check-in. And I tested it out because of course that's the person that I am. I'm gonna try it on other people. I asked my sister about it first and she was so sweet. It was, she was like, oh, I'm like a 9.9. And I'm thinking to myself, I really would love to feel like that. <laughs> I was like a little envious, jealous, not really, but I I was just so inspired and happy by her happiness because she was actually the one talking me off of the ledge. Normally I'm the, the rock, you know, as the head of the house, I tend to be the person to kind of help. So it was really nice that she could be that buffer for me when I needed it, I really did. And she is definitely a contributing factor to why I did not stay at a level four because the world was trying me. <laughs> believe me they were trying me but I did take it today and say well let me talk to a couple of my colleagues and see how they're feeling and it wound up giving me such a great feeling to share this with them one because I said this is things and I told them the same thing you know you can ask your family this because I always feel like when we're talking about work Because we're kind of like a little dysfunctional family. I was like, you know, you have to be able to balance out your personal and your professional. So I shared this with them to think about how they could talk to their family too. But the conversations that we even wound up having on a professional level that really carried into a personal level really showed me the similarities of how right now a lot of us are probably very overwhelmed. I mean, like I mentioned in um, last week's episode, uh, Growth is a Process, you know, Q4, the last part of the year is really coming in hot. And there's just so many different things that we're facing from a work standpoint and a professional standpoint and just lots of stresses and struggles and also different reflection points where we're at. Two, that really can trigger you mentally and that can really impact your mood. So it was just great how a simple number of conversation and just a few leading questions afterwards really carried into some beautiful conversations. It was still work-related, but at the same time, in when it veered into the personal and the work, it was just all intermingled. We were able to motivate each other. And having those type of situations happen are, is very rare. So I always like to make sure that I share nuggets of how you can create those moments in your life because a lot of us spend our time, whether we're working from home or going out every day to work with, the, with our colleagues for the majority of our day. We spend more time working than we spend with our families, if you really think about it. So these people that we work with, we form relationships with, too. And a lot of times, often, they're our work family. And so when we are able to have conversations where we can support and encourage and pour into each other, I just think it's important that we cultivate those spaces and they don't have to go two left they don't have to have crazy conversations but if you can support and encourage each other in the right way it can be a beautiful thing so just something to think about I'm gonna link um Dr. Walker's book in the show notes I'm still reading it so I don't really have like a full review on it at this point I'm actually gonna read I'm reading like a chapter a night this week because like I said it's just been too overwhelming and I just can't pour that kind of energy more into it so I'm on chapter four (laughs) no or chapter Chapter five, I think, tonight. So I'll I'll definitely circle back with it as I come across more great nuggets to share because I think on the mental health journey, it is very important to share great uh, things and t- tips that may be able to help. So definitely wanted to talk about that. And like I said, it definitely kind of sits into uh, last week's episode. And I, I definitely want to thank everyone for the support and the encouragement about that. Um, growth is a process was... Just what it is, growth is a process, and it definitely is challenging when you are dealing with yourself and dealing with your traumas you know we're, we you're you're triggered we're constantly triggered, and like I told you guys a few moments ago, you know that's why I kind of like the rating scale, the psychological fortitude because. You're, you're going to be triggered. So you have to know and constantly check in with yourself to see how you're doing so that you, if you need to pump yourself up, you can do it. If you need to take a moment to cry, you can do it. You can do whatever is necessary to make sure that you are protecting your energy because that is paramount no matter what. But like I said, so this week has been a struggle. It has been the highs and the lows. And when I was in that, I kind of was thinking about the fact that... <clears throat> one of the reasons I think I love the psychological fortitude information from Dr. Walker is that I know for myself, it is always sometimes a struggle to admit that I'm not happy. And I- I I do. I have to admit, sometimes it is a struggle because I always try to come from a place of positivity because as an intentional person, you are, you know, aligned with your words and your actions. And you realize that when you put certain words and actions into the atmosphere, you can multiply them. And so one of the things that I think you have to be cautious of and aware is that, you know, you will sometimes carry that over into your feelings of unhappiness because you don't want to obviously draw more negativity into you so you hold on to your feelings too deeply and it can cause you to struggle and it's not like this is something that you can't control it's just something that you have to be aware of and it's something that I think we kind of have to talk about because I feel like in this world now, as we are all becoming much more intentional, much more uh, positive, much more taking these times for self-care, romanticizing our lives, all the things that we talk about, we have to also make sure that we set the proper foundation and give people the understanding that it is okay not to be happy. And even as the one of, like I said, I try to be truly a positive and intentional person, there are days when I'm not happy. Like I said, I was having uh, from Monday until darn near Thursday, Friday, I was not happy. I was a level four of unhappiness. And I had to own that because that's exactly what I was feeling. And no matter how positive I was trying to be, no matter how intentional I was trying to be, I was just unhappy <laughs> and I had to own it. And so I, when I was owning it, when I was thinking about it, and I'm sitting with myself because you know that's part of the process. I give you guys the words. I'm taking those words in too. I'm speaking over myself, doing the work, just like you are. I really had to recognize that it's also okay to give that feeling to my words of unha- my feel- Give words to my feelings of unhappiness. Excuse me. You know you have to. You have to give the words so that you can know h- how you want to move forward from where you are. So I had to sit with myself. And so Monday through Thursday, and even some in today, after work, I really just sat and thought like, you know, where am I? And what do I want to be? And how do I want to do this? And I got to get to the root of my unhappiness and I'm still working through it. I have to admit, I I was thinking a couple of times during the week that I may need to take like some time off like solo. I didn't even know if I was going to record today because I said, you know, I just don't want to sound scatterbrained. (laughs) But hopefully that this is making sense. And I wanted to push through because I really feel like a lot of us are in this position. Like I said, after having those conversations with a couple of my work colleagues today, I was very surprised at the amount of similarities um, that were growing on between us, the amount of feelings of unhappiness and the amount of feelings of reflection, which I thought was really cool because I think that we're always trying to, like I said, trying to be happy, but we have to understand we're not. And so we have to recognize that when you're not happy, it's okay. You can own that accept those feelings. But then you do have to sit down and think about, okay, what do I want to do to move past it? How do I want to address this feeling? And then that becomes where you have to do the work. So I think it's time to really dig deep. And as I started personally doing some work this week and thinking about um, my unhappiness, I jotted a few notes down. So I'm going to read what I jotted down. And this is actually just me in the middle of my unhappiness at the moment. Because I do. I And let me preface that. I, I'm really one of those big note people. And I carry notes or I write notes or type notes wherever I am sometimes when my emotions need to come out. Because I always want, one, a reference point of where I was at that particular point in time. Because sometimes you can just have so many thoughts and you can forget about, you know, really what the main issue is. And you just get caught up in the thoughts. And at the same time, too, it can help lay a foundation for the proper plan. Because you never know when creativity strikes you. So just kind of twofold, I would suggest having something. But anywho, um, what I said was my unhappiness is rooted in something deeper. It's rooted in my desire to not feel stagnant. It's rooted in my desire to move the way I want to move in my life. I feel like I've done the thing that they say you should never do. You should never forget to live before you have the weight of other folks' expectations and or needs holding you back. My father always used to tell me to do everything I wanted to do before I had a family. Because once you have a family, your needs slash desires become secondary to the needs of your family. The amount of truth in those words is is a weight in itself. Because how many of us are doing things or living certain lives for the sake of our families? Or for those of you without a partner or children, how many of you are doing things or living certain lives for the sake of your parents? Yep, there's still a lot of us holding ourselves accountable to our parents' vision for our lives. And that is a story as old as time and one that can carry a lot of tears on both sides. But once proper boundaries and expectations are set, it can actually be a beautiful gateway a gateway, excuse me, to a beautiful relationship built on mutual respect versus authority. But that's a deeper conversation. And so today, um, I want to focus on where the healing begins. And that's us. And that's us in the sense of us sitting down and talking about our unhappiness. And I, that's some of the notes that I was jotting down because that's where I was in that particular point in time. And yes, when I as I read those notes back, I did think about that because... Part of my unhappiness, part of the feelings that I was having, I realized were rooted in the fact that I felt a little stagnant at that moment. And because I have, you know, just different things that I have had to do to make sure that my family is good. And I think, like I mentioned, those are the sacrifices that we all make when we have families. Or those are sacrifices that we make as singles because we want to live up to other people's expectations of ourselves. So it is very... Easy to get caught up in those expectations and feelings about what other people want, and that stagnant and it can create stagnation. It can also create resentment and unhappiness. And some of those things had started to rear its head because I was feeling like, is this really the life that I wanted to craft out for myself? And how am I? managing in this life that I'm crafting out for myself because you know growth is real it's a process like just so I talked about last week and it is something that we are all on the journey to face and so as we are facing that on that journey you're turning the mirror back to yourself and you're looking at you and those are the parts those dark parts like I talked about that come out that need to be healed that need to be rectified and that was one of the dark parts in healing that I have had to that I'm having to work through and, um, when I wrote that, like I said, I, I definitely was in the middle of unhappiness and it's, it's a journey. It, it really is. I, I have no regrets about a lot of the decisions that I have made and I have learned to accept and to be happy about the course of my life because I've seen how much growth that I have done, how much growth has, that has occurred in my life, excuse me, because of the, dis- of the decisions and because of the choices that I made. But when I'm in it sometimes, I forget that. I forget the clarity of it all. And I really just run on the pure emotion. And when you run on the pure emotion of things, it can really bring you down. And it can make you unhappy if you're not very careful. And it can contribute to the pain that you are feeling. And it can be a kind of a distraction point. So you, you have to really stay, like I said, very vigilant about how you feed into yourself, the information that you take into yourself, what you are going through at that particular point in time. Because it's easy to get swayed if you're not careful. And so that was just an example of me. In a moment of unhappiness. But I said all that because I wanted to give words to it. I had to. I had to give honesty to it. I had to give truth to it because we're trying to grow. And we're at that process of life where we are trying to be better. So as we are trying to be better and do better, we have to face those sides of ourselves that we are uncomfortable with. And that's just an example of me facing the side that I'm uncomfortable with. So that has just been something that I have dealt with and dealing with this week. And how I'm doing it with it right now is I'm still dealing. Like I said, I'm feeling pretty good right now, but I'm still having to pull back the mask of myself because I know that that is something that I still obviously have to continue to work through because I'm not 100% in my purpose yet. And I'm working toward it. I'm doing what I need to do. But sometimes the work gets put on the shelf because of obligations and expectations. And so, you know, you just try to power through and keep yourself motivated. But it gets hard. And especially when the other side of your life starts to force you to put the brakes down on some of the other things that you had. And again, that can create uh, resentments and stagnation. And you have to really try to find a way to fight through it. So I'm fighting through it. And, you know, I always try to leave you guys or think about how I can share things and tips to help you. Because I know I'm not the only person going through. I'm not the only person thinking about these things in life. So I want to make sure that I'm sharing a couple of things that can help you. So one thing, like I've already kind of shared, I take notes whenever I have these emotions, when I have these feelings. I've given myself that permission to write it down and to say that. And this week, like I said, it just kind of happened. I, I literally wrote that and there's, there's still more that I wrote. I just did not share it. Um, that just kind of helped me be able to get my emotions out in that, in that moment. And kind of like what I talked about last week when you're healing your traumas, you have to make it plain sometimes. You have to write the scenario down. You have to give words to it so that you can see it. And understand what you were feeling. And that's what I did. I I, I typed it out and I carried it in and I have it with me. And I wrote it down and I read it and I realized how I felt. And I acknowledged it. <laughs> and I said, okay, this is where I'm at. And I made the decision to not feel guilty about feeling those feelings right then. Because that's how I felt. I, I'm not happy. I wasn't happy. And so now I'm giving myself the permission to move past it. And to work on it because a lot of times, like I talked about last week as well, it is very easy to get caught up in your words. It is very easy to get caught up in your emotions and to allow guilt and regrets and fears to kind of pop in and get you off the track of healing because you're spending so many time so much time worrying about what you said and the impacts. I mean, you said it. You felt it, you thought it. That was your heart at that particular moment. That those were your words. You have to own it. But okay, you felt that way. There's nothing wrong with it. Your feelings are valued, are valued and they're and they're valid because they're your feelings. And so you have to give that justification to it, but once you give the justification to it, then you have to decide how you're going to move forward. So like I said, for me, as I am trying to give that credence to my emotions and my feelings and move forward, I have written it down. I am talking about it right now and I'm working on it. I made some other plans to focus more on my goals and my dreams and I'm going to do the work so that I'm not stagnant, take some courses, you know, just get myself aligned, so that I'm positioning myself closer and closer to my purpose. And at the same time, I'm going to stop being so hard on myself. Uh, I had to, I, I have, you have to, you have to, I had to stop speaking over myself, you know, like, am I doing enough? And it's, I'm not really stagnant, and I shouldn't be stagnant. And why, or why should I be upset? Because of the life that I live. I'm very blessed. And I had to, I I did, I sat for a few moments and prayed a prayer of gratitude of where I am. But then at the same time, I still acknowledge the fact that, you know what, it's okay to be sad. It's okay to be upset. It's okay to be frustrated. It's okay to want support and encouragement. Everybody wants support and encouragement and I deserve that. And I'm going to have that or I do have that in my life. And I had to open myself up to having that conversation, like I said, with my sister. I normally don't try to share my emotions like that when I'm down down with people not all the time because I don't want to drag anyone down and I really take that very seriously with my sister and my mom because I know that I will make them worry and I don't want to do that but I was just so happy at how my sister wasn't worried she knew I would be able to battle through she just wanted to talk to me she wanted to share some love with me she wanted to give me some encouragement and Giffy talked back into me the way that I talked to her. And it was beautiful. Give yourself permission for moments like that. Give yourself the opportunity to talk to someone and to be fed in. But, you know, a lot of us are walking around acting like we have it all together, saying, I'm fine, I'm fine. And we're falling apart inside. And we can't expect people to know how we feel because we're not sharing our emotions. Give yourself permission to share, to allow someone to see the real you. And give yourself the grace to understand that they will see the real you and be able to speak life into it. And it'll be a beautiful thing that doesn't involve judgment. Give yourself that opportunity because you deserve it. So like I said, I've I've written it down. I gave it life. I spoke it. I've just made the conscious decision to forgive myself for feeling it. I spoke, had someone else speak life into me about it and encourage me that I'm going to be okay. And I'm just going to constantly check in with myself. That's the that's the next one. Constantly check in with yourself because you're going to be triggered. I mean, the world is extremely triggering right now, and it's not gonna stop being triggering. So you have to make sure that you check in with who you are. And a lot of these, I think, starting are starting to sound kind of like what we talked about last week with growth as a process, except for now I'm guessing you I'm giving you more of a practical application, but it really is a process, and we have to heal beside us because everything starts and ends with us and if or in order for us to really grow we have to be able to speak clearly and I'm hopeful that you will understand that giving life giving words past I'm fine give you an opportunity to have someone speak life into you because now they realize that you're you're not fine And you need support. So let me be the support that you need. You know, us, the strong friends, because I tend to fall into the strong friend category, we're always the ones that everyone goes to. And we're always going to be that one because we have that aura. And being able to allow someone to speak into us doesn't make us any less of the strong friend. It just gives us an opportunity to create more reciprocity. And I think that we just need to be able to cultivate those kind of spaces for that because It can get overwhelming. It can get, I mean, it it is. It's exhausting being the strong friend, being the one that everybody goes to. Because at the same time, who are you going to? It's always, I'm fine, I'm fine, and we're not fine. We've seen plenty of examples of people talking about they're fine and they're not fine. I mean, the key one that I'm thinking about right now is uh, Tyler Perry's Why Did I Get Married Too? I mean, with Janet Jackson, she was always, Pat was always that, I'm fine, girl, I'm fine. Marriage is falling apart. Her husband's gone crazy. The world is just turned upside down for her. And she was always the rock to everybody else and wasn't letting one in, anybody in. And all it did was bring breed an opportunity unfortunately for tragedy and heartbreak she needed somebody and it wasn't until things just really hit rock bottom that she was able to do that we shouldn't have to hit rock bottom in order for us to be able to allow people to come into our lives speak into our lives so we have to be able to normalize that we're we're not fine, that we're unhappy, and that it's okay to be able to speak those things. We don't have to be toxically positive there because that is a thing, Uh, toxic positivity. It's not. It's okay to be normal. It's okay to feel It's okay to be unhappy and to give words to your unhappiness. Because that doesn't mean that you're attracting more unhappiness into you. It just means that you are making a conscious choice to say, I need help. And the only way that I can start to lay the foundation for help is by being honest with myself and how I'm feeling. And acknowledging the fact that I'm unhappy and that I'm not fine. And so that gives you a space where hopefully you are surrounded with people that you can talk to and who can speak into you just like you're speaking into yourself. Because that's a whole nother thing, y'all. If you're the strong friend and you are always just going to stay the strong friend because you don't feel like your friend group is a group that you can lay your walls down, that you can have conversations with, that you can share where you might be struggling, you have the wrong friend group. And and that's true. That is. I have to admit, I'm very blessed. I do feel like I have friends in my life where when I need to talk, I can talk. And I know, believe me, I know, where we all feel like, you know, We all have so many things going on. We just don't want to share with people. Like I said earlier, I I never wanted to be the one all the time to share my emotions with my sister or my mom because I know that they're going to worry about me and I don't want them to worry about me as it is my responsibility as the head of a house. But at the same response time, I do understand that when I'm not happy, nobody's happy. And if I need support and I'm not getting it, it could all fall apart because they look to me to be that strength. So we have to trust that those people that we care for, that we love on, that see us as the rocks, can then allow them themselves to slip into that position of strength and be your rock and be your shelter because you need it. And when you are refueled and when you are encouraged and when you are supported and loved, you will be right back where you were. And if not even better, because now your relationship is built on something a little bit deeper Now they see the vulnerability in you. Now they see the heart in you. And they understand that you're just like them. Because when we sit up here and we act like we're fine all the time, it does. I think it makes people feel like we have these perfect lives or we're just so aloof. And that's not what we want. I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm not running around telling everybody my business. That's just not how I operate. But at the same time, I don't also, or I'm trying not to, let me see. not, I don't, I'm trying to get better about sharing my emotions. Because if I can be very intentional with my words, which I do try to be, as well as I also try to mean, say what I mean, and mean what I say at all times, then I have to apply that when it comes to my emotions. And I have to trust that if I give you that side of me that is broken or sad, or that I'm struggling with something, that the friends that I have are the right people that I know that my secrets would be safe with them. I know my my heartbreaks, my stress, my sadness would be safe with them. You have to make sure you have those people in your life that can carry your pain without you worrying about them carrying your pain to somebody else. You know what I mean? Somebody whose who's trust that you cannot hat hold you have to make sure that you have that and you know and like I said if you know that you don't have this in your circle you probably do need to make some adjustments about how you or how you view these friends need to be adjusted but if you do have them in your circle don't be afraid to lean into them just because you want to make sure that it's about it's it's reciprocal and it's it's not weakness, it's strength, because it truly takes strength to be vulnerable. It takes strength to be able to give people your heart in those ways, and you want to make sure that you're doing that, because, I'm sorry, we all need each other, and there's always going to come a time where they're going to need you, and you're going to need them, and you just want to make sure that you have someone that you can run to, someone that you can trust, someone that you can go to who will have your back. So it's Okay not to be fine. I'm not fine either. <laughs> so yeah, that's what I wanted to talk about this week because like I said I just I, I I'm I'm not ha- I wasn't happy. I'm happy right now. Like I said I'm on a level 8 and I feel really good going into the weekend. I actually might even see a 9 or a 10 this weekend. <laughs> I'm really excited about that. You know, life is trying me though. I might have to do some things uh, that I just didn't want to do right now, but that's what life is all about. You know, there's always going to be some kind, of, uh, some kind of surprise sometimes. But I always know that you're never going to get something that you really cannot face, that you can't handle. You just have to face it. And there's just bigger things going on in the world right now. So I just refuse to be caught up worrying about the fact that I'm not feeling good. I just... I'm trying to get myself together. So I hope that this will give you a little bit of inspiration to realize that it's okay to not be fine. And I definitely want to, like I said, I will share the notes, uh, share the book uh, by Dr. Rita Walker about the Unapologetic Guide to Black Mental Health. Um, There's, But there are so many books out there. And I definitely um, am very excited about continuing to read this and getting more tips and tools to help along the journey. But that's something I talked about before, you know, find some resources too. It's not just, I mean, podcasts, it's books, excuse me. There's videos. There's just so many different formats out there of information. Find someone obviously reliable, incredible that can help encourage you because i think books are a great way because again sometimes we we struggle with articulating our emotions so having a great book to be able to refer to is always something easy to do so i i, I i'm reading that one and then when i do feel struggling and down i think i've talked about this one before as well on the podcast but i do carry it in my purse actually um, the Warrior of the Light, which is an inspirational companion to The Alchemist by Paulo Colo. <clears throat> and I'll link this one as well, excuse me, in the show notes, but it's definitely a really good read. And I, I tend to uh, whip it out when I'm stressed out and just kind of read a passage. I just kind of flip through it and see what comes up because I just feel like no matter wherever I land, it's meant for me at that particular point in time. So I think a great way to do this would be I did I flipped it open and the one that I've come across tonight is a warrior of the light cannot always choose his battlefield sometimes in the middle of battles not of his choosing he is taken by surprise but there is no point in running away those battles will merely follow him. And then at the point when conflict seems almost inevitable, the warrior talks to his opponent, showing neither fear nor cowardice. He tries to run, find, he tries to find out why the other man wants to fight, what made him leave his village in order to seek him out to fight this duel. Without even unsheathing his sword, the warrior persuades his opponent that this is not a fight for him. A warrior of the light listens to what his opponent has to say. He only fights if absolutely necessary. That's actually a really good one because essentially, I mean, it's just you can't choose what's going to happen. Like I said, life is going to throw different things at you. So as a warrior of the light, you know that you're going to have things that are going to come up against you. You can't run from it. You got to face it. So you face it and you try to figure out what the issue is before it even has to go to blows. Because you're in control of the situation just kind of staying in control of it so i thought that'd be a great way to a great thing to share because the universe is always speaking to us and even when we're unhappy if you have great resources around you, it's amazing how they, the words that you can receive are right on time because you know that God and the angels, your ancestors are always trying to speak to you and encourage you on this journey and encourage you to accept who you are, to embrace your emotions and your feelings, to admit that it's okay not to be fine, that it's it's okay to be honest about our, our hurts and the things that we go through because they only strengthen us if we face them. And just know that you are are equipped to handle the challenges that you face and that there are resources out here to help you. That's a blessing all in itself. We just sometimes have to open ourselves to seeing things in a different way and having different experiences. What worked for one person may not necessarily work for you, but be open because you might learn something. And don't be afraid to share what you are going through. There is someone who probably can identify with you more than you know. And You would be very surprised at how close that person could be to you. And you just have to try. So hopefully you'll check out um, or try the psychological fortitude at least. And think about that, you know. And if you do find that you come across people who are struggling because that's going to happen. And she talks about, Dr. Walker talks about it in her book as it relates to the psychological fortitude. It's okay to feel uncomfortable when people tell you that they're really struggling. You know, it's okay. And I think even as people who are struggling, we have to remember that. We have to understand that it's okay if the people that we talk to are not prepared to give us the answers that we expect. That's why the psychological fortitude number is a great way to go about it because it gives space for not just surprised with a lot of words, it gives space to say, okay, well, wow, this person is a four or a three. What's going on? And then it gives open opportunity for that person to dialogue back and explain what's going on or for you to tell what's going on. And then you start to build conversation. You know, it's sometimes when we just lay it all at the doorstep for someone, they're overwhelmed and then they don't know how to process. And so unfortunately, sometimes they don't process like I mentioned earlier. And it can be hard. I've been there. I've had, unfortunately, someone do that to me, and I look back on it now. It's just maybe they weren't prepared for my answer at that particular point in time; that they didn't really know what to say. I don't know, unfortunately, what they were thinking, but at the same time, you know, I I look at that. I, I could have cut them a little bit more grace at that point because I was expecting them to know, but. Why would I expect someone to understand how I'm feeling? They're not feeling my feelings. I'm feeling it. (laughs) I have to be able to give people time and space to process on their terms and understand it's not a reflection of who they are. If they don't ever come back, that's possibly a reflection of who they are. But you still got to give people an opportunity to, to try to see if they can understand, to try to process and then pass your judgments or not. You know, whatever you choose. So again, the long sorted journey to mental health and getting ourselves together. But ultimately, I say all of these things to say that I hope you know that it's okay not to be fine. And it's okay to tell people that you're not fine, because your feelings are valid. Your emotions are valid. Your tears are valid. Your stress is valid. Whatever you are going through is valid. And sometimes you have to speak life to, to those emotions and those feelings so that you can move forward. Most times you do. That's the that's really is going to be the key. And once you do that, forgive yourself for feeling that way. Forgive yourself for any regrets you have toward that situation and move on from it. Make the decision to move from from it. And if you need assistance with it, get help talking about that. I mean, we do lay a lot of um, things at our friends' doorsteps sometimes. And sometimes we don't. But I'm always going to keep advocating sometimes that maybe good th- considering therapy is a good thing. I know not everybody wants to do it. We've talked about it. There's lots of different perceptions, what have you. But hurt people hurt people, y'all. And we don't want to be hurt people. So we constantly have to be in this cycle of learning to tap in and honor our feelings and our emotions so that we can better understand them and we can better control them so that we are not inflicting pain on others because we're in pain. So don't be afraid, like I said, to be honest about where you are. Don't be afraid to say, nope, today is not a good day. I'm a a number four right now. (laughs) It's okay. And to allow yourself time to sit with your feelings and allow yourself to do what you need to do in order to move past it. And also allow yourself the opportunity to talk to people, friends, therapists, what have you. Like I said, just talk to someone because you deserve that support. Because support is here and we just have to be willing to receive it. So I'm not fine, you're not fine, but we're going to be fine. And that's really all that matters. So that's this week's episode. I hope um, it added value, made a little sense. Believe me, we're all on the journey together, learning, growing, and sharing. I will make sure that I have everything linked in the show notes, as well as I will definitely um, look forward to being back next week. I'm still feeling good. Like I said, I'm eight, so it just depends on how things go. Got to honor myself, but I do have some really great interviews coming up, which I'm very excited to share with you guys. And I definitely just want to say, please, you know, stay cautious, take care of yourselves, going into the winter months, be healthy, give yourself good space and time and rest and love because the holidays are crazy, you know, no matter what, it's life is lifing. So I just want to make sure that you're giving yourself all the grace, love and support that you need. It's okay not to be okay, but we, like I said, we're going to be fine together. I'm believing for us and sharing for us and praying for us and praying for you. And I know that great things are going to happen. So like, share, subscribe, review. I love your feedback, guys. Please keep talking to me. It helps me stay on the journey. It helps me grow. And I want to continue to get better. I thank you so much for your time. I will talk to you soon. Have a wonderful weekend. And we'll talk later. Bye.